I'm gonna start with this one. It's so funny that the music don't be loud in here. And I had to groove as if the music is just blasting. Oh my god. But this is exactly how I gotta start this podcast. Oh my god. And then of course you get Big Boy just going absolutely fucking bananas on this. Oh my god. Sleeping right in the background and that That's fame that motherfucker. Oh my god. Listen, man. Ha. I'm gonna go ahead and intro this guy. This is what episode is this? Five? I am five. We gotta count. We gotta keep up. I'm gonna say count. Episode five. Yeah, it's a lot going on. This is episode five of Blastic. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Listen, this is me, your host, Louis B, and your boy. I'm sorry, let me do it again. <laughs> it's your boy, K-Rod. What's up, ladies? How you doing, fellas? What's up? <laughs> oh, my God. We are back for another installment, and I am so happy to be here. As I always say, man, thank you guys for your continued support. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for each and every view, each and every share, each and every comment, like. I promise you it means the world to me. It's gonna mean so much when this shit blows up. I promise you, all the ones that have stayed down from the come up, it's gonna, it's gonna mean that much more. So I appreciate you guys for being on this journey. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, if you haven't, if you haven't guessed it now, which you, you may haven't, you, who knows? It depends on what your music palette is. What they gonna do? This is a, a, a movie that is really near and dear to my heart. The next movie that we are doing, we are reviewing today, a blastic none other than Idlewild. Oh my God, listen, this is a movie that, honestly, I'll just go ahead and say it because I think it's the biggest thing with the movie. Like, the, the movie is a fucking musical, right? Yeah. It's, it's a musical. And I hate musicals mm. that's just a tidbit about me I, I, don't, I don't know what it is i feel like the singing disrupts the story it disrupts the flow when folks break, break out into sing song i'm not really a fan of musical style movies however that just goes to show the power of outcast because they can do no wrong it's, it's probably some bias in there but i am perfectly okay with that i don't give a shit Listen, it's probably the only musical that I thoroughly enjoy. I love each and every musical part, partly because most of it came from the damn albums, but yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm with y'all on that too. I think the reason why I'm not a musical cat either, I think the reason why it is is because it's used perfectly, like sparingly. It's like everything is not them singing. It's like they give you the pieces of story and then they go into the singing and it kind of matches what's going on. And it's... Is it singing? Most of it's singing, but it's not really. Singing, not rapping. Really, yeah. And then it's just, it's black. It's right. black as fuck. And I think I love that. It just, it, it, it shows the appreciation for what I would view 
that time period to look like for right. black people. I think it's a very underrated movie. An underappreciated, I don't like saying that. An underappreciated movie, and it was ahead the time it was released, it was ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. I remember the movie came out when I was like in 11th grade, and I I think that was right around the time when stuff started leaking on the internet, mm. and that was a big thing, so that probably. Spam. If you was in the 11th grade, I was probably like in the 7th or the 6th or some shit probably like that. <laughs> I was a little kid, yeah. man. But I do remember going to the movies to see it. Um, not sure if my mom understood it, but I remember when I was, I was a little kid and I'm watching, I'm like, yo, this something about this this is hard this I, is crazy i did not see it in the movie really? i honestly do i i didn't see it in a movie i don't even remember how i saw it to be honest because i didn't see it in the movie interesting huh right which is wild because i was so excited for it and it's a georgia bread movie the fuck is wrong with you kid motherfucker i own the soundtrack the dvd <laughs> i rented the bitch i buy the blu-ray <laughs> he said i showed okay. my support afterwards <laughs> you got it okay <laughs> they're fine ain't nothing wrong with that no, man no, no, but no. listen i think one of the best things about this uh movie it, and it was weird i think i was drawn to it being a musical because i loved the music that they did in the movie it was interesting what they did uh, because they they went against the grain, I would say, in that, you know, most movies will have a soundtrack that goes for the movie, but they had a soundtrack that was Idlewild. But if you really listen to Idlewild, you'll notice that a lot of the songs that are played in that aren't even in the film. But if you go back to the album that was released prior to in 03, Speaker Box, The Love Below, you'll hear a lot of the songs, <laughs> a shit ton mm -hmm. of the songs off that album in that movie. Right. Which is kind of interesting to me. I never really fully understood how that worked, but it worked well. Right. So it, it, this kind of dips into the black facts that I usually go into based on what you're saying. The original working title of the movie was Speaker Box basically named after the, the as the album or whatever interesting and the film was originally written to be like a i guess a long form music video the after huh. the success of the album speaker box slash the love below mm -hmm. they you know it was encouraged by outcast they wanted to expand into a feature film right it was going to it was going to premiere on hbo but it ultimately it was released in theaters because it is an hbo film it so a lot of that HBO music in front of it Right, so a lot of the music that you hear in the movie is from Speaker Box of Love Below. There's mm -hmm. a song called Moving Cool. That was part of the album oh before God. that. So all that was... The that was like the was greatest hits one. thing, wasn't it? Right, right, right. right. Cool. Yeah, oh my a lot God. Of, so a lot of that music was made before the production of the movie. So that's why a lot of the music in the movie we've probably previously heard. So, so what was their... I, and this is probably just personal shit, but what was the point of them making a whole other album that they didn't really use? Well, I mean, they, well, I, they still have to have another album. So they still have to do another album. And a well, lot they probably of the said, we don't want y'all niggas fucking up our sound. So no, we're, no, no. we're just so going to take control of it. Of course, they're going to put an album out to their own movie. So they're going to make an album. And a lot of the songs probably They could have did over. how they did ATL a little bit, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of it, they probably said, we got three or four songs that we already mm -hmm. added to the movie that was left over from the other one, so we're going to put them here. And we got other tracks that we're working on. Yeah. So now we have a cohesive album, which came out to be 
as as older I get, I was like, oh, this is actually a slept on album as well. It's hard saying it Outkast album is slept on because it's really not, but still within their realm, it's slept on. Listen, if nobody's gonna give Outkast their credit, which they already get it, yeah. but we're definitely gonna picking. give it to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're definitely we I, the affinity that I have for Outkast is just so strong. I said it this morning actually. I said, listen, I am going some way somehow. I am going to get Andre 3000 and Big Boy in the same room to interview them. And that interview is going to be over three hours long. I plan to talk about them. I, I plan to talk with them about their entire career. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is that going to happen? I have no idea, but I am I, I'm, I'm trying to. What B. Simone say? I'm trying to manifest this shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope they do. I hope they do. A, uh, a biopic something between like them right, I want to be involved I, yeah, yeah. either like a long form interview or a documentary I have right. to put it in stone I want to be involved with that shit if, my, if all of my life's work leads up to that moment I would be satisfied at, okay. at the completion of that hey I'd be good that's, there man. it is y'all, y'all heard it first man. Y'all <laughs> yeah go first. ahead and give us the black facts man alright so we gonna get into the black facts so the black facts is Idlewild was released in 2006 uh, it stars Andre 3000 of course Big Boy it also stars Terrence Howard Paula Jai Parker Paula Patton Cicely Tyson Ben Vereen Patty LaVelle um Vink Ving Rams. <laughs> the Ving Rams. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Trying to read. Macy Gray, Faison Love, Bruce Bruce, Melinda Williams, Jackie Long, Ben Ben Nunn, Bill Nunn. Bill Nunn, and also the voice of Farnsworth Bentley. Jesus, a tongue twister. Right, 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 right. So much talent in yeah. one film. Right. To get that many people, not that many heavy hitters, schedules free at the same time. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think, and if you look at it, there's a a connection between everybody. You Mm -hmm. walk this, some of, to me, it seems like some of the usual suspects of people. But to continue, um, Idlewild is actual, it's an actual place, Idlewild. It's not based in Georgia. And I was, yeah. So Idlewild is an unincorporated community in Yates Township located just east of Baldwin in southeast Lake County, a rural Mm. part of northwestern lower Michigan. Mm. During the first half of the 20th century, it was one of the few resorts in the county where African Americans were allowed to vacation and purchase property before the discrimination was outlawed in 1964 through the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So just to set it up, the movie hmm. takes place in the 30s. Yeah. Which I think is awesome because we rarely see movies. I like to see movies where we're in the West, those 30s and stuff like that. And you see black people being black people or yeah. whatever. I like it. Um, and also, Brian Barber is the director of the film. Brian okay. Barber is a film director, uh, uh, a successful music director, music video director. Mm-hmm. He studied film at Clark Atlanta University. And his first music video was actually skewed on the Barbie by Outkast. Directed. Most of hey, <laughs> the common denominator, right. the nigga numerator. He directed most of Outkast music videos, and I think to date, I'm this. We always say this to date. This is his only film, major film credit. I wanted to ask you something. Maybe you know. Maybe you don't know. I find a lot of maybe not parallels, but obviously a lot of the cast kind of overlaps between uh, Idlewild and ATL. Mm-hmm. Were there any like? 
productions, production teams that may have been the same. Direct, now, of course, the director wasn't the same, but any people that worked closely, what? I just find a lot of comparisons with that. Are are there any? And they're not related at all. I just think it's a, a close knit group. I don't think the production is the same. I just think it's a close knit group. You know, you got hmm. Big Boy and Andre, of course. You got the. You got. Um, you got a that's just a south thing you got bruce bruce in there it's just just a south got, feel southern yeah, feel because they, they feel of, the same to me I right right know. you just probably got motherfuckers that are just real close together and they throw like hey throw bruce bruce in there we fuck mm -hmm. with bruce bruce we love bruce bruce patty labelle she's probably from the south i don't know where patty labelle's from um you got terrence howard and Mine. um paula jai parker they all work together you know that's when um terrence howard was he was hustling at that time yeah. so he wasn't probably wasn't expensive to get and terrence howard he's underrated i think he's a great villain in this movie but that's pretty much all the black facts that i got for this one so i mean we just go into the movie but i like it shit. let's go ahead and break this down yes all right so basically to start off we are introduced uh to the kid versions of rooster and percival which is an interesting Percival name. Jenkins. <laughs> Rooster Percival ain't even Jenkins. I don't think that's a real nigga name. Is that a nickname? They never say it. I don't think it's that's I don't think that's his real name either. It, it's not. It's definitely not. He's from the streets though, so he's <laughs> nigga, you should never know a nigga real name. But I think it's it's cool that they show us who they are. You know, Rooster is the is the slick talker, fast talker, very smart, quick on his feet, good with the numbers, good with the math. Um, and Percival, he's kinda like, how would you describe him? Man, he's just, I think he was like a, uh, I'm noticing on this time, he's a sheltered kid, mm -hmm. and he's, he's like, he likes music, he's kind of, he's probably, he's probably close to the Andre 3000 that we know. Listen, I, so yeah. I was looking at that movie, and his whole demeanor in that movie, I was kind of like, this just feels awful lot like him. Yeah, it's probably, <laughs> it's, it's just it's down, it's just, and some faction, it's, some, it's probably <laughs> fiction, and then some facts in the movie. Yeah. So it's probably a kind of a good mixture. But yeah, I think he was he is sheltered. He was sheltered, you know, based on what we'll get into mm -hmm. in the movie. But he's very, very much an artist that just has to get out, come out of his shell, which he does at the end of the movie. Good, good, good. So they pretty much go from there, from showing us them as kids. And I think it's pretty cool how they show us them uh, in their adulthood. So Rooster has his family. Uh, he's working for, what's his Spats. name? He's Spats working for Spats, played yes. by Ving Rhames. Right. A gangster. Actually, at the beginning of the movie, he actually kind of becomes the top of the totem pole when um, Rooster's uncle died. Mm -hmm. So you, that, I think it's dope because you can kind of see like the the just the lineage of, of you know stuff that's going on yeah. at that time. Uh, I think it's called bootlegging when they sell like illegal alcohol. Mm -hmm. That's the pre pre was it pre, pre how did I pronounce? prohibition 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 era. Era. yeah yeah definitely definitely that's pretty dope. So you introduce to them the family what mm -hmm. they got going on what ties them together even though their lifestyles are totally different. Percival he's right. doing this work for his dad. Um, and his dad, he has a, what do you call that? A, uh, a, a mortuary. mortuary. You call right. that a mortuary. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, I don't play with the dead. <laughs> no, 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 no. So he, he works with his dad for the mortuary. He, uh, you know, when the, I guess when the bodies come down there, amongst other things, they really just show him uh, doing like the makeup and shit, but I'm mm -hmm. sure he knows everything about that place. So You know who has a, 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 a what's well, not an ID, but you know who's, uh, I don't know if she practices it, but you know who's also a mortician? Who is that? Who's Monica? 
That's a side note. Like Monica can act. She's Monica. Like, Monica, the singer. She that's can actually, crazy. Right, right. She can actually do it if hey, she wants she to do it. She don't play with me. That's a side hustle. Gunica. <laughs> <laughs> she's like I forgot what you call it. It's, she has her what you call in that. I just figured I'd throw that out. There. That's crazy. That's crazy. So this is what they're doing by day, and I love how they go straight to night. And this see, it's the parallels. It feels like when they go to Cascade now. Uh, in Idlewild, their nighttime getaway in the town of Idlewild. Of course, we talking what 1930s, like we said earlier. Yeah. You got to get out and have some fun, man. So their let out is the it's called the church. Right, right, church. This is it's an interesting place. This is you know back in the 30s, folks is performing for real, for real. Folks is is getting up dancing, soul train lines mm. before they were soul train lines. Yeah. Everybody's going crazy, so it's beautiful to see this. And then I love seeing the performance by Rooster playing that uh, Bowtie song. I love mm. just the music just fit perfectly into the situation. It it, it was beautiful, man, right. to see that many black people. Just free and right. having fun. Yeah. So the um, the um, chore choreography that's in the movie is actually choreographed by Henson Battle. He's a famous mm. uh, choreographer, black guy. As a matter of fact. Mm. Um, and yeah, that I was just thinking as I was watching the movie. On like as you watch it, you see so many happy black people. They got what they got going on. But if you notice, like there's no white people in the movie. So you can, can you can you imagine? Did you think about that? There's no white people in this movie. Can you imagine what they had to deal with? That they have to dance in like pretty much barns and shit. Not a single white person. Not a smidge. Can you imagine how that would have changed? I didn't the movie? think about that. That's crazy. Right. Like you, <laughs> can you imagine how they? Because you got to you got to believe they were dealing with something along with that. But that's yeah. still that's again this is fiction. So that's dope. But yeah. So the the um, church is ran by um, what's Spats his name? At the time. No, no, church is actually ran by uh, Sunshine Ace, Phase uh, right, on Love, right? And you know he, uh, Big Boy uh, Rooster works for him. He's probably much. He his, got so much power yeah. and died so soon. Right, right, right. <laughs> it, I that mean, I guess that, it was a long time guy. coming. <laughs> Spats is actually Spats was a guy who was kind of running the underground there. Mm. So what he was planning to do was. Y'all can buy me out. I'm ready to get out of the game. So he offered uh, Sunshine Ace. And he said, if you want to buy me out, you know, y'all can have all my, my stuff. You can, whatever mm -hmm. I got going on and I'm pushing, you can have it. That's where they came into it. Okay. So Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, it could get kind of. But so, yeah. So from there, we're introduced to a lovely lady, Paula Patton, which I did some research Back when she had started, I guess when we started seeing her for real, for real, she was really just getting into the game. And they said she started getting into the game maybe like, what, 28 or something like that? So, listen, guys, if you have a dream, don't give up on that shit, man. Keep going to your see it. I think this might be the first time I saw her. Probably. This is the first time I saw her. Because I think her. she was probably in, like, I think Deja Vu may have came out before that or oh, something yeah, yeah. like that. And I think that they was citing that as, like, her first probably lead. The same so, yeah. it's good to see her. She's playing as Angel Davenport, right. who's supposed to be a famous singer uh, who, you know, famous singer. Yeah. Uh, so, we're introduced to her. I think it's pretty interesting. We'll, we'll get to her her case of mistaken identity later. No, but, no mistake. Um, <laughs> getting back to uh, our situation that we was talking about, now we're introduced to Trumpy, who really ain't with the shits. I guess nah. this is a nigga who really wants this business. He trying to get that shit out right. of there. So, uh, 
shit gets really tough at, at, at an interesting moment. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess kind of going in, into what happens from there. Right. So Trumpy is pretty much the secondhand man to Spats. I guess he grew up with Rooster and all. You kind of seen him around. Mm-hmm. So Trumpy was like, all right, man, fuck this shit. You're not getting ready to sit here and tell it to this dude when I've been your secondhand man. I feel like around. I should be next up. <laughs> right, right, right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kill you and this nigga. I'm gonna and I'm going to take care of your shit. And him. I'm going to take your shit from you. <laughs> and basically that the killing of both of them kind of they kind of he set it up is where they killed each other and now the responsibility that sunshine ace had he owed with uh, the club uh, right, and right. the business with the liquor and he owed he owed us he owed sunshine ace owed spat some money he so he owed that money and if you buy this then you can have my business so now that all falls on big boy right. uh rooster so yeah. now he going crazy. He got to figure out what the fuck he going to do. Right. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Now, Angel is is here. She's here in Idlewild. I... She's trying to come up, dog. She's just trying to make a name for herself, even though it's not herself. So she poses as Angel Davenport, like I said, famous singer. And she basically is booked now at the church. Mm-hmm. Rooster's trying to figure out a way to fill this bitch up and make some money. She's cute. We think that this is good. So, her and Percival actually start to develop a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start working on this song and trying to perform it. And I think it's the funniest thing that, one, of course, is not her singing, guys. She's no, lip singing no. the fuck out of that. She doesn't sing. She, she mentioned that she doesn't sing. But <laughs> right. She not. And then, two, when she started... Okay, okay, they wrote the song, you know what I'm saying? But now it's time to perform the song. They say perform the song, and the first time it was real rough, you know what I'm saying? It didn't it didn't start out the best. It started out real bad. It started out real bad, real sad. Percival had to try to hold her in and say, you know what, just look at me, man. Just think about me, baby. You know what I'm saying? And they went crazy. I've loved that song, Moving Cool. Yeah. I love it. I it was on it. that. Uh, it was like a greatest album. hits albums down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just uh, added some Outcast shit Presents. On. That's yeah. one of my favorites. That's right before uh, Speaker Box. And yeah, that I, I and before we get into their relationship, yeah. uh, we got to mention Macy Gray. Macy Gray is one of the singers, one of the lounge singers. As I watch it, she... She tends to be one of my favorite characters because you can, I think this is like a creative decision that they do. Mm-hmm. If you listen to her when she's singing, she's always in the background talking shit. How many times you gonna say moving yeah. cool? She's on her ass, like, yeah. she's so great, like, she's on her ass, like, at all. She's fucking hilarious. The whole movie is just filled with a great cast. She yeah. was great. She's always throwing shots, but, and I, but like, as far as their relationship is concerned, Rooster, not Rooster, but um, Percival, Percival yeah. and um, Angel, quote unquote Angel, uh, Sally is her real name. I think that um, their relationship, sometimes when you watch movies and you see relationships happen, it feels forced. But I really felt like, I was like, okay, cool. Even if they just met each other, it's one of those situations where it's like, I can see how a motherfucker can just click after that. Yeah, and it's of course, easy. if you're making good music, it's just going to bond like that. And mm-hmm. their personalities, to your point, both of their personalities, let's just be real, guys. They're kind of like down personalities. Mm-hmm. So th- so we see. So it's mm-hmm. just interesting to see how they mesh together well. So mm-hmm. uh, you definitely saw that display and their relationship starts to blossom. Um, I think that's pretty cool to see. Yeah. They both fall in love. And I think this is a pretty important point because now... 
of course, like I said, she was just coming in there to come up real quick. So now she done made a little name for herself that's really not her name. But now, you know, she's granted with the opportunity to perform uh, nationwide now. Right. And the first stop, I think, is what, Chicago? So, <laughs> which I think is so funny back then, you could literally pack up your shit in two days and be somewhere else. And people not know who you and are. And people not know, like, it's just <laughs> no, like, you can just right. pack up. She asked that nigga, hey, in two days, I'm leaving for Chicago. Come on, let's pursue our music careers. Not only that, but before people can even realize you aren't who you say you are because there's no internet, there's no real pictures, this, this stuff doesn't exist. Right. I'm long gone before you realize who I am. And the fact that, like, the pictures for, we'll get into it, we'll get into it we'll get into it <laughs> but I, I will say that because we, we we did go deep into um uh andre's uh percival's background mm -hmm. i do feel like we do have to touch on um roosters roosters background is he's like the womanizer he's a big family man and he's about that, that cheats though he's you about that but he's about that life and I, I think he does make that turn in the movie mm. we will get to yeah but yeah, a big turn. Yeah, yeah definitely. Which definitely. is a good. It's a good segue because shit's starting to get hard for Rooster, man. As we saying, Trumpy is making it real hard on my boy. Prices is going up. Yesterday's price isn't today's price. Mm -hmm. Like shit, just keep going up. He like, damn, the price of this shit yesterday is not the same today. It's different, man. <laughs> Inflation. Inflation. And mine. you heard it's hard everywhere on everybody. Yeah, that's really fucked up. And I, 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 I think Terrence Howard plays that role so perfectly. And I, and I think that big shout outs to the directors and the casting directors because easily they could have fucked this up by, hey, let's have more rappers, more singers surrounding Outkast. What they did was they said, listen, what we're going to do, we're going to place great actors around them. And as an actor, that's, that's the type of stuff that makes you do even better. Mm -hmm. So everybody had years of experience and Big Boy Andre, they still fresh into it. And they just upped their game. So having them in the scene with uh, yeah. Terrence Howard was great. Yeah. So what was the reason that Rooster actually went down to the house and ended up in that gunfight? What was the reason that he actually went down there? What, 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 what scene? I'm sorry. Like the big scene when he uh, was on the way to see uh, dude and Cicely Tyson when he met. Why was he on the way to see? Oh, him? okay, okay, okay. So, damn, we skipping a little bit. But, um, okay, so, like you said, the, the price of hooch right now is extremely high. So, the thing is now, we're, we're not talking about the club, we're talking about the actual house, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so the thing now is the, the price of hooch is extremely high. So basically someone said, well, what I can do because you my boy, I can spot you for a little bit, but it's got to make sure that he doesn't find out. Yeah. He said, okay, I got you. He's not going to find out. So basically he was going to make one of his stops. So mm. as he go makes one of his stops, I guess he finds out. And so he's, he's killing, pretty much beating up and killing the individual people mm -hmm. at this point. Because basically it's like, we'll spot you so you can make your money. And he was like, oh, so y'all going behind my back and giving this nigga my shit for free. Yeah. So now I gotta handle it. That's how he got into that. So he's on his way to see Trumpy about this shit. And I think it's so. No, he's going to see them. And Trumpy just so happens to be there. Ah. Yeah, he's he not, he, ah, he not expecting sense. that. Makes sense. Right. Makes sense. So he's on the way to see them. I think it's so good, man. Rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. I think her scene was just. It was simple, 
Mm-hmm. Yet effective because she knew exactly she she one of them old school actors that just know how to deep that the reach into the pits of your soul. Even the, the Tyler Perry monologues, they 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 find a way to just seep into your spirit and make you feel a certain way. She gave him a Bible, fam. She told him, you know what I'm saying, just 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 stay steadfast on the word. Right, he didn't right, even right. read it. <laughs> nah, man, but that in the, the Bible itself ended up saving him later on in the yep. movie. But yeah, she's an old school. This is like, she's a uh, stage actor. This was before fame, before Instagram, before, before like big television. She That's that's what I was saying earlier. That you have these actors in these movies with these quote unquote musicians and they bring out the best in them. Yeah. And that same thing with Ben Vereen and um, Andre 3000. Uh, ben Vereen plays uh, Percival Sr. I love how their their relationship. Ben Vereen, when the movie starts off, uh, but before the movie starts off, his wife dies, and so I think mm-hmm. that's the well, that is exact reason why he treats uh, Percival the way he does. He doesn't want him to go anywhere. He kind of like this is what you're going to do. This, don't try to go do none of the other shit. Don't so chase of course, these hoes. Chicago is a no go. No, dude. don't don't chase these hoes. They Who is this hillbilly chick you done brought in here? Right. Don't ch- don't chase none of these girls. They gonna leave you. When the actuality, his wife died, and I think that really hit this time around from the last time I saw it because I really do. I think in our community, I don't know if it's done more by women or men, but that happens. So mm-hmm. like if if you if if the woman leaves, a man leaves, someone dies, we tend to. Pass that on to the next generation. Don't believe him. Don't believe her. Don't be mm-hmm. falling in love. I think that shit hit more. When I was coming up and I saw the movie, I was more into like big boy shit. Big boy yeah. shit, guns, hoes, drinking. <laughs> yeah. I still love that shit. But now I understand. I was like, oh, I get it. Like, I get Andre 3000 shit. Like, so much I was seeing visually, like him getting ready to hang himself. All, I don't know where I was at that time, but a lot of that shit didn't hit. To, I just saw that shit this morning again. Mm. That shit really hit. Crazy, man. So, shit, where did I leave off? I think we, we, took, we was talking about Rooster. Right, he Rooster. ends up at the place. Trumpy's there. Listen, man, it's, 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 it's go time. They want to kill this man. And they actually think that they do. They shot the nigga. He end up going crazy at the thing. You see it up here. <laughs> but the power of that word, God, that Bible was right in there and it saved his ass. Listen, it saved the fuck out of him. When I remember seeing that in theaters, I remember probably nothing else resonated with my mom but that scene. She was like... Yep, that power of God. I said, Mom, don't it right. play like said, a all right. gospel song or like a something in faintly in the background? And it the dope, the visuals of the is so straight, so so cool. Like as it, you you zoom into the bullet shot, you see like right, right, you see the words of the Bible, mm-hmm. and he's like <gasps> boom, 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 start shooting. This, this, this cinematography so in that movie is really dope. For the for the for the budget only probably being like ten million dollars. Yeah. That is just so visually stunning. I mean, sometimes you see movement slow down, sped up. You see clocks talking, flash talking. It's like a talking. music video. It yeah. feels like a music video. That's what it is. It feels a, like a long form music video, yeah. which is really dope. That's so dope. And I feel like that's the thing that a lot of people ask for as far as black people are concerned because we don't really get a lot of that we don't get musicals that we like we don't get that visually stunning shit those time periods everything is here everything is deaf and this Mm -hmm. i think that's why it stands out so much definitely so So on the other side of town (sighs) sally b shelley comes clean and now Percival finds out 
which was kind of weird because he had like some some shit in there and she thought that he already knew but he was like no 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 wait 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 still kind of confused about that situation but I, I I don't think he cared if he knew no he didn't we don't give come on man we don't give a fuck listen that would be <laughs> he the, said I'm three no, that would be the equivalent <laughs> if you got catfished you got to somebody's house it turned out not to be the girl that you got to, you went to go see but she actually looked better than the chick that you got catfished to go <laughs> that see that actually happened one time and I was very confused right but you look you, you don't care yet <laughs> you're not the right no you don't care the the wild part is she got mad at buddy for like you do you think I no you I you love women sometimes first. you gotta love them and their timing and just their way of doing things Flipping and their you. logic Right, like you flipped it, you like you lied to everybody, and you mad because I knew that. But now nah, it it seems like he would know because he is like he was a musician, so he yeah. kind of would know. Yeah, and I guess we got to point out that the person she was actually uh, in intimidating. She was actually portraying, kind of trying to be or pretending to be. Actually, was portrayed by Patti LaBelle, who mm -hmm. I think is awesome in the little shit I see. Yeah. She was in a commercial recently, a Old Spice commercial. She did some acting. She was in a different world. Mm -hmm. She's very. Yeah. She has that. She's very great. Tried and true. Bruce Definitely. Bruce has a cameo in there. Just pretty dope. So pretty much, you know, she find everybody's. We we now know who damn a Angel Davenport is, and we know who Sally B. Shelley is. Two totally different people. All right, so fuck that. Let's still go to Chicago. Let's do this thing for real this time. He's like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. I got so much going on here. You ain't got shit going on here, Percival. Stop being scared. Stop being a. You know what? I ain't even gonna say the word I want to say. Just just stop being that. But, uh, but. <laughs> Amen. We have that going on. Back on the other side of town. Shit done got real for Rooster, man. Like I said, he done got up by the graces of God. Now he is on the way back to the church. Um, which, I don't know why he would go back there necessarily. You're, you're kind of making yourself the third act of target. a movie. Something has to happen. Quote and unquote, it has he to had happen to, fast. He, quote unquote, he had to perform. So the, the, the nigga said, I gotta go back to where everybody knows I'm at right, to right. perform. For like all I always people. say, a movie got a movie. That's what, it, <laughs> that's what the fuck happened. A movie has to move. It has to do what they do. So the nigga goes back to perform and lo and behold, hey, Trumpy finds a way there. Well, we were all at yesterday together. Okay. It's crazy. <laughs> so, of course, everybody's going crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because Trumpy's ready to cause some havoc. So, mm -hmm. how does this end up happening, man? Who dies first? Uh, who dies first? Actually, like I said, somebody got a shot running yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, what happens, he jumps on stage. He's getting ready to perform, but hey, make sure y'all tell me if Trump gets here. All right, so now he gets there. <laughs> he's coming. Right, he gets there. He has a, a bag full of money. Basically, I'm a, he got a gun pointed at me, so they, it's a little scuffle. Now I have to call it a diversion. I'm going to throw this money up in the air. Shit's going to pop off like black people do. <laughs> um, he gets mad and starts shooting everywhere, so yeah. the first person that's shot is Angel. And we don't know that just yet. Not just yet, because... Andre actually, not Andre, but Percival actually shoots Trumpy, and that's the main focus at the moment. Mm -hmm. So after all the commotion, and then we see the angel of shots. Well, <sighs> the good ones have to go sometimes. Sorry, girls. Right. It happens sometimes. Collateral damage. But you know what? I think that probably is one of three movies every time I see with death scenes I actually get to me. Hmm. That's one of three. 
one of mm. one of three movies. And I th- I think this time around, I actually got the irony or what was being portrayed here in this movie. Because the opening of the movie, it, it uh, a big thing that Percival says, he says people, everyone has a part to play. Life is a big stage, yeah. everyone has a life place. Mm-hmm. People have their interests. I think interests that's a Shakespeare in line or something like it that. It is, I heard him say it in another song or whatever. So basically everyone has their interests and exits. Mm-hmm. exits. So she exits and he enters into his destiny. Yeah. Pretty pretty much. And I, I thought that was so deep that I didn't see the last time around. I didn't see that the last time around. I didn't pick that up. Like literally. And the, the irony is that his girl dies. His dad girls die. Anybody would have just said, fuck it. I'm going to go back home and do exactly what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. But he was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Chicago. Yeah, and he just went ahead and went for his destiny, which right. is interesting. A destiny that you didn't even, you weren't really thinking about for real, for real. It took and that Shardy person. Came, yeah. Shardy came and changed your life for the better. It's crazy. And she wasn't shit to be speak of, to be honest. <laughs> but that person, it takes that. It doesn't matter if she's famous or not, but it takes that person to see something in you. So with that being said, he's going off. Big boy is pretty much like. I've had it with this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving you hoes alone. I'm leaving this shit alone. I'm gonna as go much back to I my can. family. Right. I'm a, and Melinda Williams, she was great. She did because she really held that nigga down. She knew that she really held that nigga down. And we don't. They, they're not doing that these days. Like, don't get it twisted. Black men shouldn't cheat. Here Black we go. men don't cheat. <laughs> but the, I. But see, I think like marriage was a. There's a duty in marriage that back in that time that you understood. They had like four or five kids and I got to get this nigga to act right. Nowadays, it's more like, fuck you. I can leave with my four or five kids. The government helped me. There was no government helping them. So this nigga has to do right. So I, I thought that was pretty dope. But, you know, the things that happened in the movie kind of straight him on a narrow path. Yeah. So that was pretty dope. So, yeah. Listen, man, that's Idlewild. That is a beautiful movie. Like I said, just a movie that just, if we're talking classics mm-hmm. and movies that just uphold us, mm-hmm. we not going to do this whole series, this whole show, and not get to Idlewild. Like, there's just certain movies that you have to. Like, I, I even want to talk to, like, costume designers and, and shit, just dealing with the movie because everything was on point. Like, you got the time period right. You got the perfect people for it. The chemistry was good. And shit, more importantly, you got Andre 3000 to do something. <laughs> Not for nothing. The whole time, it kind of yeah. looked like, yeah, I'm just here. <laughs> no. It did, I, 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 I totally And I could be totally wrong. I just look no, at it I and I'm just like, this was probably the time where he was most at his artistic. This was the time where he was like, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to go out here and act, even mm-hmm. if I was kind of getting off the music. So I think he was really in his bag on this. This mm-hmm. probably, he probably was more excited to do this than the music, to be honest. I'm going to tell you the truth, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Even when he was in the scenes with Ben Vereen, I'm like, oh, he's acting. Like, this is acting. He's in it's it. that Tri-Cities coming to life. He's like, it's the he's Tri-Cities coming to formation. Shouts out to Tri-Cities for always breeding talent, even though I went to Westlake. I wish I would have went to Tri-Cities. Tri-Cities has a performing arts school in Atlanta, Georgia. Brad's some of the best. Keenan Thompson. Mm -hmm. All these people. Just for the people out there that's not from Atlanta. But no, it's an actual dope movie. The cast I'm talking about from Jackie Long. um, 
There's a lot of cameos in there. We got Sleepy Brown in there. He does, he's on the stage, he's mm -hmm. performing Bowtie. I thought it was real. I noticed on the second viewing that Farnsworth Bentley is actually the voice of the little flash that Big Boy is talking to in the time. Oh, interesting. They speed his voice up so you wouldn't hear it. Yeah. But that's pretty dope. Um, I think Paula Jai Parker, she's a very underrated actress and comedian. She, does, she come in and do her job. And she leaves. And do it well. I think um, Faison Love is not only a great comedian, but he's a great actor. Um, I think everybody played their part perfectly. Small part, yeah. built out the world. We knew, we need more movies like this. I love movies like this. Um, what's the movie with Richard Pryor? Um, Harlem Nights. Nights. Period pieces. I wonder if that will be like around the same time. Probably around the and same time. You know, time. this is the get off track. Yeah. I always wondered why the Wayans brothers never did a Western spoof. This is really off topic, guys. But in their heyday, I just don't see how they didn't do it. And I, I didn't right. think about it until I saw Dance Flick. And I was like, they had the little niggas run this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it. Why, why we ain't get a Western spoof? They could, yeah, the they could have done it right before Dance Flick or after Dance Flick. Yeah. That would have been perfect. But no, I get it. I guess they stepped away from it. That's yeah. what they, I think that's what they should have did right after Scary Movie I think the movie studios too. was fucking, they, fucking them up too. And I think they could have done that right after Scary Movie too. Right. They could have did this shit before the scary movie after the scary movie because I think scary movie definitely like brought mm -hmm. them to the white audience it's definitely they really wanted that. to go off and do other yeah. things but yeah but it was good though definitely definitely virgin off but anyway episode 5 of Blastic wait wait we gotta talk about up? the music we had we oh had my god Woo! we gotta pick the music bro we gotta pick right. some of my favorite songs so like we said the music comes from the album uh, Speaker Box and Love Below and Idlewild. So some of my favorite songs is, uh, one of my favorite performances in the movie is Movie Cool, mm -hmm. which was actually uh, featured on Big Boy and Andre Presents, the, the compilation album. I love uh, Bowtie, the song that's performed in the movie by Andre 2000 and Andre mm -hmm. 2000. But Big Boy, yeah. um, that's the movie. I, like Soundtrack-wise, oh, the, the Idlewild soundtrack album, so many. I love Morris Brown, of course. I love uh, In Your Dreams with um, Killer Mike. So, some life is a musical. The whole fucking album is pretty dope, man. Honestly, for me, I have to go with the shit that was in the movie, and mm -hmm. they pulled really from Speaker Box Love Below. Idlewild was a good album to me, but once I realized what the situation was, I said, I think I'm more partial to this album. So, for me, She Lives in My Lap. Just the scene where they had uh, Shawty was dead and all that shit. And they slowed down the song too. They, they did some funny shit with the pitch, but yeah. it was a beautiful, I, I love that song. I love that one. Um, shit, it's so many. I even, I even like the song at the very end. I don't even know where to find that. Ain't nobody. It's on Idlewild album. I, think I was trying album, to find that last night. It's there. The, it's on the album. I think that's the last song on Idlewild, but I think that the I think the album, the Idlewild album, was made more in line with the movie. Once the movie was made, this is the flow. It's the 30s. It's this. This is what the movie is. So we're going to make the album feel like a companion piece to the yeah. versus music that's already made that we kind of splice into the movie. But I get it. Just shit that a lot of artists now don't think about doing, man. Listen, y'all better get in on these, uh, get in on these soundtracks 
Make make vibes for movies. We wonder why some of these movies don't be as good as we want them to be. I guarantee you, the soundtrack is a reason, and we don't think about it. It's probably money. The money. I, I'm assuming the money's not there. I don't know. I'm not an artist. So that type of artist, but probably the money's not there. There are some soundtracks, great soundtracks, but yeah. that makes the money. Blastics that we cover gonna have some amazing soundtracks. Right. That's what I do know. But uh, yeah. I think it. that is good. I think that's an episode. Episode right. five of Blastic. Like I tell you each and every week, man, thank you guys uh, for all of your continued support. Make sure you follow us at WIMB Studios on all of our social medias. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or inquiries, hit us up at WIMB Studios at gmail.com. I'm getting better at this, guys. So, yeah, episode five, Blastic, Ida Wild. I'm ready to go. Hollywood come through my neighborhood with cameras on I really think they stealing from us like a sample song I really wish one day we take it back like hammers home The hurricane coming took my Louisiana home And all I got in return was a darn country song This old country wrong, oh but you right if you